Hey, friend. What's up, friend? Hey, hey. I'm over here vibing. CSC. Mr. Reaper, you going down? Yes, it's Labor Day weekend. I'm feeling good. I got my little pixie wig on. Real cute. I love the curls. Love the curls. I see you over there giving trade with a twist. I mean, you know. That's what I do. <laughs> okay, so let's go ahead and get into it. So, hello, everyone. Welcome back. I'm Kyle. My pronouns are they, them. I'm Jason. My pronouns are he, they. And this and is... The gag. The gag. So in each episode, we pay homage to our favorite music and talk about the themes and the lyrics. So today I picked my favorite Rihanna song, Work. I mean, really the only one that matters. Um, I mean, she has a really large catalog, so. She does, but this is, Work is the, I, like that's her song. Like that is such an iconic Rihanna song. I've had so many trashy nights in the club <laughs> with work. I ever told you about that boy? I... Anyway, sorry. Oh. Um, <laughs> so since I picked work, we're naturally going to talk about working, like hustling, trying to make money in New York Grinding City. Grinding it out on these, on these streets here. It's not easy. It's not easy at all, especially being who we are. Fabulous, queer, amazing. Hello, hello, hello. So let me just go right into my first question. How has being queer affected you at work, Jason? I mean, especially in the beginning of my career, it was a struggle um, just because I was still in my early 20s and I was still trying to figure out myself internally mm -hmm. um, and then trying to go to work and, and it's display myself externally too like it was it's been a struggle mm -hmm. um i think that i've definitely had to hide parts of who i am which is definitely not fun it's not fun to to suppress parts of yourself like that especially yeah. <laughs> blooper wait i lost my notes <laughs> Back when I first started working in my early 20s, when you're still trying to figure out life mm -hmm. and figure out exactly like where you fit into life, but also try to, you got to make that money too. You got to make that money. So mm -hmm. just trying to navigate that in the beginning was definitely uh, a struggle for me. Yeah, same. I think, I mean, I always just felt like I had to suppress everything about me in order to get any type of bag at all. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, the gigs that I was doing, it was always like, we're looking for a handsome guy who <laughs> who looks manly and likes cores. And I'm like, okay. They like, these companies like to like typecast a lot and they, they know what they're looking for, but like, it's not always about what you're looking for. Like, it's about the person too. Uh-huh. And full you know, disclosure, me about. and Jason, me and Jason both do like, entertainment type we the entertainment industry yes yes so it's very much so we need you to look like this we need you to act like this that's it thanks bye <laughs> but also like what, I'm, what i guess what i'm trying to say is like the character that they're looking for doesn't necessarily exist so you need to take what you can get sometimes because it's impossible to be that like 
macho guy or whatever, or that like picture perfect blonde princess, whatever. Like you can't be that. Like that's not a real person. So mm-hmm. we all need to broaden our 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 perspectives on like what what's what's real. These images aren't real. They're not. And I think when you like show up to a gig boldly as yourself, then in a way you're making space for other people just like you to have opportunities like that. So it is bold and and awesome to just be be whoever the fuck you are when you go to work. Like if I want to wear lipstick at my job, I'm gonna do it. And if y'all fire me, bitch, there's laws against that shit. And I can get the news up in this bitch. Don't play with me. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. We call CNN right now. <laughs> um, so what, what do you think the hardest part of being queer at work is? <sighs> For me, sometimes I feel like it's the social. Especially mm. when there's like a bunch of other guys. Oh like, my God. Because they're always usually talking broy, and I'm not trying to hear it. Super misogynistic. They're always talking about the hot chick on the set or on like... the set or on the on the site or whatever. And it's just like I'm not I'm not here for that like at all. Yeah, and I'm just have to be like, mm-hmm. like I'm just I'm over here learning my lines. Like, please leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> yeah, I think in the beginning I would try to like act straight or like try to do what I can to pass. But now I can not. I really don't care nowadays. Because th- yeah. that doesn't get you far. That doesn't get you anywhere. Yeah, trying to pretend like you're somebody that you're not just to hang in with their little bullshit and make bullshit convo, it's, it's not worth it at all at the end of the day. Yeah. I'm really on some, like, let's disrupt this shit altogether. Like, Same. need <laughs> to, like, I need to be welcomed into this space, first of all. That's number one. And... I'm gonna be me. Like, I need to feel comfortable here too. This is my workspace too. So we all need to feel comfortable. Figure out what you need to do to figure it out. But like, I'm gonna be me. Yeah, I had. Okay, I don't. I'm. I'm not trying to be too specific because I'm not trying to call nobody out. I still need the bag from them. We don't, we don't do call outs over here. No, 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 no. We don't. No, we don't. And we are able to be hired again if you need us. But. Uh... <laughs> But I did have a huge mainstream opportunity and I had two choices. I could have just like pretended to be somebody I wasn't and just like do the same shit I was always doing or I could like embrace my queerness, give you razzle dazzle, give you outfits, give you looks. And I chose the latter because it helped me find happiness. It helped me be comfortable at my job and it helped me be more confident. And I just want motherfuckers to know, like y'all need to get used to hiring queer people of color. Uh, like it's, it's we're, we're everywhere. You can't, you can't avoid that point. We're everywhere. Yeah. And like we making your shit better. Like your shit was whack before we got up in it. So queer talent. I keep saying it, queer talent runs the world. It really does. Mm-hmm. I'll give you an, uh, an example that I came up for me recently. Um, about two months ago, I was offered a gig to be like the main spokesperson, like commercials, print, digital, everything for this, um, this company. They, I sent in all my pictures. They love my look. Love, love, love my look. I sent in a video and I guess they didn't like the way that I talked. Mm. I guess it sounded too, it, it wasn't 
on brand for them, if you know what I mean. So I didn't knew I didn't get it, but that on brand stuff kills me. It's like you should expand your brand. How about you expand your brand? Yeah, expand your horizons. Um. Okay, so not all straight people drink beer. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, that's just an example that I give. But like, when you look at like beer commercials, a lot of them are just geared toward like husky straight men. Uh huh. I like a beer every now and then. Not all the time, but I like a beer every now and then. Yeah, I mean, it's the patriarchy, like, and that shit is it's whack in general. Um, what was the worst working experience you've ever had? The worst? I mean, I've had a lot of <laughs> really bad. Me too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I could say one, but I don't want to, I don't want to go down that road. You know that road. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that road. I don't want to go there. Okay, I'll I'll say I'll say I'll start. You start? Okay. Yes. Okay, when I first moved to New York, I the hustle is real. Like it's if you don't real. know nobody <laughs> <laughs> and don't nobody know you, you don't know nobody, you just gonna have to take whatever you can get to put food on the table. So um I've started doing flyering gigs. <laughs> Where I would get a whole bunch of, they would give me a whole box of flyers, and I was probably like 19 years old, and I would have to stand in Times Square and like pass them out. I know it was just like purgatory. I was basically in purgatory. But for those that don't live in New York, Times Square people that live in New York do not go to Times Square. It's literally like don't go. Don't we don't go to Times Square? We don't. We don't go there. there. We don't not a place to hang out. Yeah, but it was just, it was very character building, I'll say that. But also, I got hip to it, like, the game, and I was like, fuck these players, I'm just gonna throw them away, bye, like, fuck this, I'm not doing this shit no more, like. (laughs) So now I don't do shit, like, now I have evolved, I, you know, you have to email me directly, so I take direct bookings only. (laughs) You've upped our gamer, for sure. Yeah, but, um... I don't know. I'll give you one. I'll give you one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was actually really interesting. Mm-hmm. I was asked to go to, um, this was back in 2016. This is actually right before all of the bullshit started. Um, the summer 2016, I was asked to go to Sturgis, South Dakota for the motorcycle rally. <laughs> and I was working the motorcycle rally for um, a company for a week. I'm I'm just still speechless at South Dakota. Bitch. South Dakota, and literally, like, I did not have any cell service. <laughs> well, I was I had cell service at the hotel, but not at the location at the at the rally because it's in, in the middle of fucking nowhere. Mm. And I was I was actually kind of terrified because like I'm literally surrounded by like Confederate flags and bikers and like all of them everywhere i'm literally outnumbered it's it was it was an experience for sure why does that remind me of <laughs> that reminds me of two wong fu remember when they went to... <laughs> they went to like the fucking when they went to that that hillbilly um country that what was it uh-huh at the end of the movie uh-huh yeah <laughs> and they taught everybody how to like twirl and shit and 
don't know. Anyway, that sounds terrible. I'm so sorry you had to go through that. But I survived. That's the point. I survived. I made it through. Uh-huh. It's, it was one of those things where they wanted me, again, because of my look. I guess they just needed a black guy. Oh, I hate it. I didn't want to get all of this, but I showed up and... I hate when it's like, we need to fill this quota right now. Like, we need yeah. let's fill the quota. It's like... Ew, why? Expand your mind. Like, I know. So it, it, it can be very difficult finding a job and being queer at the same time. We still live in a very fucked up society yeah. that very undervalues funny. queerness and it's a hot mess. Even here in the city, you would think that it, things are good. I think things are better than other parts of the country here, but things are not 100% great here in the city at all. Not it's getting all. better, but it's not. It's not there yet. Yeah. So, what's been your best job experience? My best job experience. Yeah. Oh, any job where I can just be my. I mean, my best job experience has been opportunities that I created on my own. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, like opportunities it? where it's my shit. Like when I'm doing comedy, or when I'm doing this, or like stuff where I have agency and power that's been amazing but like my best experience was when i'm dressed up doing drag like doing makeup like i don't know (laughs) because my best experience definitely hasn't been like me in a suit like that shit is overrated (laughs) yeah actually no i had one good job of me in a suit that actually was not bad at all i wouldn't mind going back to that actually (laughs) Really? I was a... When you live in New York, you have a bunch of... You just have to... You have to hustle. You have to do all kinds of crazy stuff, guys. Um, I was a doorman at a really, really, really expensive art gallery on Fifth Avenue for like... Not a doorman. Yeah, I was a doorman. And I really... It was a fun... I didn't. It wasn't a fun job, but I didn't mind it at all. Because it was so quiet. I could listen to podcasts. I just had to stand there and like open the door. Uh-huh. I mean, the way that white people talk to me was rude as fuck. Absolutely. Like, that was that shit, that shit part of the job. But the actual job of just standing there and just watching the day go by and listening to music and, like, it wasn't that bad. I mean, I think the best and worst job was I worked at a, a tourist trap restaurant in Times Square. Ooh, again, and Times I- Square. Yeah, it's all my early jobs were in Times Square because that's all like my brain was like money. You Times don't know Square. any better when yeah. you first all you, know, all you think you think New York and Times Square is like the same place, it's the same thing, but it's not at all. It was a mess. I uh, and I was like I was kind of like a doorman, and I had to help people up the elevator, and I had to get people to come into the restaurant. So it was just a lot of me like, come eat this food, y'all. Come like on the in the middle of Times Square. <laughs> And then a lot of like small talk in the elevator, like what type of food you gonna get on the menu? Um, wow, we're just here, just random tourists from Germany. Yeah. <laughs> so again, character building, you know, built a lot of character. Um. A lot of humbling jobs too. A lot of things that, again, South Dakota. I never in my entire life thought I would ever step foot in South Dakota. But how did you get there? <laughs> And that was literally the job that I would I would go to work and I would go back to the hotel and I would lock the door and I would order out every night and not deal with. Because I was in South Dakota, there's literally nothing around, literally nothing around. 
feel like really they scary. might have like one little gay bar. No, nothing. Ooh. No, like nothing. That's low. That's low. A what very humbling like, experience. Right. What would be your dream job opportunity? Um, anything where I can be on stage in front of a live audience. Um, just dancing and twirling and having a good time and putting on a good show. Yeah, that's, because that's, that's really it. valuable as fuck. That shit is hella valuable. I mean, same for me. I just want to like dance and make people laugh and kiki. I want to get paid really to kiki. all I want to do. That's all I want to do, really. <laughs> I want to get paid to kiki and cackle yeah. all day. Just make people smile. Just bring my energy to them and lighten their day and show them a good time and put on a good show and inspire them. That's that's really all I want to do. Mm-hmm. So what words of advice would you give to queer people who are trying to make this coin, like trying to make this money in this crazy fucked up world? Um, the best advice that I could give is to show up as yourself all the time, especially at work, because people will respect you a lot more for it. Mm-hmm. Even when it's uncomfortable, you have to challenge it. It's not easy but you have to challenge these norms, these social norms. Challenging it is the hardest thing in the world. It's so scary, like stepping out and just being like, I'm here, like it is what it is. Because, I mean, they just passed the transgender law, but before that, it was like, you could get fired just for like wearing some nails or like. Just for expressing yourself the way that you want to express yourself. Mm-hmm. It's I actually have a wild. story. This country is fucking wild. I have a story about that, actually. Yeah? Okay, so you see my nails? I, my, I don't even got tea. I should light a sage or something oh. instead. <laughs> but, so you see my nails now? Beautiful. Yes, yeah, so I had, like, one nail painted orange or purple or pink or some homosexual color. I had it painted that color. You always have at least one nail painted, don't you? At least one nail. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, it's sensible. It's cute. It's, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I had my little nail painted and I was about to start my shift you. at work. And um, are you listening? I'm looking to go. Go ahead. And um, the girl was like, oh, we have corporate coming in. So um, there's some nail polish remover in the back if you wanna. I was like, it's two, one or two nails that's painted. I don't think they'll really mind. And then they tried to hit me with all this like jargon to defend their discrimination. They're like, oh, well, you know, they're just really strict about their image and how we uh, keep upkeep our ambassadors so let me tell you something about corporate <laughs> all of these big suits that walk in these places if you even knew that most of these guys are getting down way worse than what we're doing out here hello that's the real tea right there that is the real so i don't want to hear it i don't want to hear it no more mm. these corporate boys are doing far worse things drugs and the sex than what, what than what us queer people are doing drugs Have you seen the wall street like oh yeah <laughs> yeah my mind ha- I've these never dudes are wild what are we doing 
it's like we i have to walk on so many eggshells i'll be too afraid to do anything like that at all <laughs> it's it sucks corporate america is really whack like when yeah. you think about it i could not imagine like I mean, for some people it works, but for me, I could not imagine getting up every day, sitting in a cubicle, wearing a suit, crunching numbers, or going to meetings or something, whatever. I would have to queer up that whole system. I would have to, it would be a yeah. pink suit. My cubicle would be a pink cubicle. Oh, there would be a disco ball installed directly <laughs> by my desk from day one, from the jump. Um, yeah, I mean, and what you gonna do about it? I'm over here looking at my bang. Your bangs your gangs are good. Not the bang. <laughs> it's a good one. That's good. Yeah, this is my easy pixie wig because I'm like. Oh, that's a wig. You you thought this was my hair? I thought that was natural. Like, girl stuff. Any final thoughts? Um. Look, get your money. Get your, get your, your money anywhere you need to get it. Challenge the system. Do what you got to do. Don't let anybody steal your dreams. Right? Even if you got to start an OnlyFans, sex work is valid. Sex work is... You, you got to do what you got to do, I'm telling you. No, I don't mean to laugh. I'm serious, though. Like, make your money. Do what you got to do. Be yourself yeah. while doing it. Like, fuck everybody else. Fuck what people are saying. Be yourself. There's always going to be somebody. I'm sorry, my dog is over there scratching for some reason. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, there's always going to be some. Uh, there's always going to be a hater. There's always going to be somebody to try to bring you down. Somebody to try to throw you off course. You can't let them get in the way. You you really can't. You really motherfucking can't. Especially when you coming up and they still stuck down there, way down there, way and down. Looking at you like this. You're not even looking at him. Yeah, and preser- perseverance. Did I say that right? I'm, ju- I'm low. <laughs> Listen, it's been a long couple of days. I'm telling it's you. Labor Day it's weekend. Literally a long couple of days. I don't even know what's happening. No, but you just got to s- stick in there. You got to stay with it. Um, the right opportunities will come. The universe will open up to you once they see you being yourself. Once the 100%. Universe- yeah, once the universe, once you do you, the universe will open up to you, basically. <laughs> the universe will never let you down. Never, ever let you Just down. Just be yourself. Show, be, do you. Show up at yourself. The universe will have your back. Okay, so listen, y'all. We love making y'all laugh. We we love making y'all cackle. Time to play up. <laughs> but... Support us. Just just throw us some little coins. Like, you got a little chuckle out of this, <laughs> a little giggle, something. Because this shit is not easy. We are still in quarantine, and we are still <laughs> not really working. It is a whole motherfucking pandemic going on. So my Venmo is at Kyle Atwater. That's at K-I-L-E-A-T-W-A-T-E-R. What is yours, Jason? And mine is at Jason Ford. That's J-A-S-O-N-F-O-R-D. Also, my Instagram is I am J Ford. That's the letter I A M J Ford. Kyle. Yes, and like, please. My Instagram is at Kyle Atwater. Follow me, and please make sure you subscribe, share, subscribe, like, share, tell a friend, tell another friend. 
tell 10 more friends. Get them all together, have them listen together and cackle with the- it's Two okay. queer people just out here trying to make it. Uh-huh. Yes, and you can take a shot every time I say cackle. Turn it into a, a game. <laughs> <laughs> say cackle like 12 times. Okay, well, this is the gag. See y'all next time. Thanks yeah. for watching. Thanks for watching.